Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about the 2016 basketball tournament and another ACC championship for Orange Lacrosse. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brad Bierman, and our guest today is general manager for Bayheim's Army, Kevin Belby. Kevin, thanks so much for coming back on the program. Wes, it's an absolute pleasure. Great to talk to you again. Kevin, I'll get you started on this one. Last year, Bayheim's Army made the Elite Eight of the basketball tournament. You're back this year. Make sure to get on thetournament.com and vote for Bayheim's Army. Was it easier to organize this year having a year under your belt? Yeah, it, it definitely helped having last year under the belt. You know, last year was a little bit, um, you know, it helped that it, the tournament was in the, its second year and it had happened before, but. For a lot of the guys, I just had to convince them that it was a real thing. You know, I still think that a winner-take-all basketball tournament that anyone can enter for free for $2 million still sounds like one of those things that's too good to be true. You know, and that's what I thought when I first heard about it. So, but, you know, even last year, um, we had guys that didn't play um, for us, but played for Syracuse and were following it and, you know, were messaging me during the tournament, after the tournament. So, you know, a lot of people followed it. Uh, it's on, you know, a lot of people's radars now, and I'm excited to see both the tournament grow this summer, but you know, kind of our fan base and, and um, our little mini franchise that was going got going on too. Kevin, among the Syracuse alumni on the roster, Eric Devendorf, Rick Jackson, Terrence Roberts, By Musakita, Dante Green, Brandon Trish, C.J. Fair, and Mookie Watkins. Are you looking to add anyone else? Yeah, good team so far, right? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, with all those guys, I think we'll have a really, really tough team. I mean, I thought we did last year. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, there's definitely, you know, maybe one, I'd like to see maybe one more guy added. Love to see, you know, another shooter um, so that we could just kind of be built for the long haul. So built to last for injury, built to last, you know, if anyone has a last second, you know, other commitment and has to drop out, that it won't really affect us. Um, so, you know, we've been talking to a couple guys, um, you know, James Sutherland's interested, talked to Andy Routens a little bit, Chris Joseph too. Um, you know, it's, it's a little early, I think for them. Um, they're, they're still trying to figure out their summer plans, but those are a couple guys that we've talked to that, you know, have also kind of shown some mutual interest that we'd love to, to be a part of it. And then the other thing, uh, that I wanted to add is, you know, we've been doing a great job and Syracuse fans have been really supportive with fan votes 
Uh, we're first in the Northeast region with currently, uh, you know, about over 1,400. But if we can hit 2,000 um, by the time, by July 1st, I think, the tournament has a new thing called a ringer. And you can literally add someone uh, even after the first weekend of the tournament. You can you just kind of bring them in as a secret. Um, it can be anybody. So, you know, let's say James Sutherland or somebody like that is playing summer league and, you know, we can't add them to the roster right now. If we have enough votes, we could literally, like, fly them in uh, the day before, you know, the, sweet, the Super 16, Sweet 16 game that they have and they could come play. So that's a cool new dynamic that they added this year. So we've we got to make sure we get to 2,000 votes to have that option. Kevin, last year I thought you guys could have used another ball handler, and now with Brandon Trish healthy after tearing his ACL and joining the team, I think it's a really important get for this roster. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think last year we were maybe missing, you know, I think we had a real perfect team. We're big up front. Um, you know, our starting guards are really good. I think we could have used one more ball handler and one more shooter. And uh, Brandon Trish, you know, kind of hits both of those, to be honest. Um, Dante Green, obviously, um, you know, we missed him last year, so he doesn't have any problems scoring the ball. Uh, so he can kind of, you know, take care take care of shooting as well. But Trish, he's just such a steady guard. Uh, we're so excited to have him. He's excited to be a part of it. Uh, he w- he was going to play for us last year, and you know, unfortunately, got hurt. Um, this tournament this summer, I think, is perfect timing for him. Coming off of the injury, uh, he's been working really hard, and I think he's excited to show everybody, you know, that he can still play. Um, and play at a high level. So he's pumped, and we're very, very happy to have him. Kevin, is there an alumni team out there who you're looking forward to playing the most this summer? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's, you know, um, the, the first year Notre Dame won it all, and, you know, we, we admittedly kind of followed their model, and, you know, they did a great job. And I think that we kind of helped set the bar a bit last year. Um, and, you know, this year I think the alumni teams have just kind of grown exponentially there's a lot of different schools out there you know kentucky marquette that i think would all be exciting to play um but focusing in even you know notre dame too but focusing in just on our region the northeast region i think it would be a lot of fun for first to see a rematch of us against LaSalle. you know we played the LaSalle alumni team last year and it was an overtime game and eric devendorf was ejected you know it was just kind of an instant <laughs> tournament classic but, you know, also there's a, a Villanova alumni team um, with guys like Reggie Redding, Scotty Reynolds, Corey Fisher, um, Antonio Pena, a lot of guys, uh, guys like that that I think would be a lot of fun for, you know, Syracuse fans, Nova fans, fans of the Big East college basketball, basketball in general, to see some of these guys going up um, against each other again. I think that would be a blast. Kevin, we will get you out of here on this one. What is the number one thing you're looking forward to for this team this summer? Ooh, the number one. I think just seeing all these guys back together again. Um, you know, I think sometimes when you're in college, you know, whether you're a regular student uh, or a basketball player, sometimes you just think it'll last forever. And I think that these guys, um, you know, a lot of them have had great international uh, careers. You know, some of these guys have been in the NBA a little bit. But for them to put back on, you know, uh, maybe not a traditional Syracuse jersey, but a jersey with a bunch of orange in it and, you know, going to Philadelphia and having literally, you know, a couple hundred Syracuse fans, same thing when we went to Chicago, and seeing the smiles not only on the fans' faces but smiles on the players' faces about, you know, kind of rekindling that Syracuse connection. Uh, that was really special for me to just watch as a fan of Syracuse basketball. Um, and I'm really excited, again, 
to see kind of our you know little mini program here grow in Bayheim's Army, um, grow in followers, and grow in um, you know hopefully on the court too. You know hopefully we, we could win some more games, and I you know I'm just excited to to experience that again and to provide Syracuse fans with you know a little fun uh, in the summer months and again to get our guys um, wearing the orange again. I think is a beautiful thing. Kevin, thanks so much for coming back on the program. Again, get on thetournament.com, vote for Bayheim's Army to help them get that ringer. Kevin, best of luck this summer. We'll speak with you soon. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Awesome stuff from our friend Kevin Belby. And I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online editor-in-chief and my very good friend, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I'm doing well, Wes. Love the month of May. <laughs> Brad, I think Syracuse lacrosse likes the month of May, too. Syracuse winning its second straight ACC lacrosse championship over the weekend, defeating Duke in the finals 14-8. The Orange is now 10-4 and overall, and it really seems like they're playing their best lacrosse of the season. No doubt about that, Wes. Syracuse is playing fantastic lacrosse at both ends of the field and also certainly keyed by the man at the middle of the field, face-off specialist Ben Williams. Certainly, as he goes and getting possession for Syracuse has been key. Offensively, we've seen a wide array of players that can put the ball into the net. Great attack play from the starting unit, uh, both in midi and attack. And then the key to the team's resurgence has no doubt been the play of redshirt junior goalkeeper Evan Malloy. Not only his play in the net in defending shots, but vocally in helping the defense in their slides and in their positioning at the defensive end. Uh, that has really been the element of the game that, along with winning faceoffs, has been the difference in Syracuse playing its best lacks of the season. Brad, let's talk a little bit more about the actual game because I've never seen a game quite like this. Lightning pulling the teams off the field before they needed to finish the remainder of the game at an indoor site down the road. You've been covering sports for five decades now. You ever see anything like this? <laughs> Not really. I was thinking that one year, the World Series, the Phillies and Tampa Bay, they resumed that game because of weather. But certainly nothing like where a game was shifted to an adjacent venue and then completed a couple of hours later. And I was thinking about this, Wes. It's kind of a dilemma for the ACC. Here they were moving the, uh, the ACC championship for men's lacs to suburban Atlanta to help grow the sport. Certainly former SU great Liam Banks is a great uh, proponent of what's been going on in, in the lacrosse scene in Atlanta. So they move it there. The weather was certainly warmer. But you have these threat of thunderstorms. It makes it a little bit more difficult for some fans maybe to get there. But then I thought if they had played these games for the third straight year in Chester, PA, outside of Philly, well, Friday night it would have been about 40 degrees colder than outside of Atlanta. And for Sunday's championship game, it would have been about 48 degrees in rain. So what's the worst of the two e the two evils, you know? So they're in a dilemma. I really kind of support what they did in moving the sport to get it, it more recognized. But I think you've got to be closer to the fan bases. And I've never seen anything like this. I think all things considered, they did a pretty good job in getting it back up and going in three hours' time. And <laughs> just what a, what a milestone day for Syracuse lacrosse, the way they came out and dominated after that long gap. Really a, a memorable and crazy day. Brad, let's look a little forward now. Walk me through what awaits the Orange. I would assume that they at least have one game at home in the NCAA tournament. 
Well, Syracuse is ranked number five in the poll coming that came out here for May, the week of May 2nd. So at number five, presuming a win over Colgate in the regular season finale Saturday at the Dome, Syracuse would then be a top eight seed to host a, a first-round uh, NCAA game. And as usually happens when they're in this situation, because of Syracuse graduation in the Dome, the only slot of that first Saturday-Sunday a period is the final game, the 7:30 faceoff on that Sunday night that Syracuse would host. And I'll tell you that early season win over Albany is looking better and better as Albany is ranked fourth this week, and Syracuse won that game 16 to seven. So I think they'll have a pretty high seed somewhere in that top four, top five range. Brad, we're right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. I just wanted to share my heartfelt thoughts on just watching online and uh, getting reports from the funeral and services for former SU great Pearl Washington last week in New York City West. I was impressed most by the turnout of former Syracuse basketball players really showing what Syracuse basketball is, a 40-year family under Jim Beheim, and that really was noticeable to me. And what a great celebration of his life in New York City last week. Pearl Washington, a great basketball player, an even better person, he will be missed. Brad, my closing thoughts are on Deion Waiters, the last Syracuse alumni playing in the NBA playoffs. He's been steady off the bench for Oklahoma City, averaging about 11 points in 25 minutes per game. I'm just hoping he can keep it up. That's it for us. For Brad Bierman, this is Wes Chang reminding you that I'm afraid of sharks, but only in a water situation. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.